and welcome to the Uncle Nephew Show. I'm Sean. Anthony is here today. What? Yeah. You're, you're here in front of me. I'm I'm here and I'm queer. No, I'm just he's, just kidding. He's here and he's in the flesh. He's 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 not in his birthday suit though. Why am I? Yeah yeah well you had to clarify because why is he talking about himself in the third person? Well, <laughs> that would make well, things interesting. Well, you you weren't here last week, so we I pretty much did. Yeah yeah. You know? yeah. But um, and and you had to say that you weren't in your birthday suit because maybe the listeners maybe they picture us. I hope not. But that's the only way they can listen to. It. Wait, that's when you give a speech or something. You picture people in their underwear? Yeah, you see, that would just... If I pictured someone in their underwear, a group of people in their underwear, I don't think I would do any better speaking publicly than I would... (laughs) I would want to picture most people with more clothes on. That's true. I don't... You might just throw up on stage. Yeah. If you were... Why is he throwing up up there? Well, he pictured everyone in their underwear and... (laughs) <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> well, you're back. Uh, you were on assignment. Yeah, I was on assignment. I was um, <clears throat> I was determining the effects of alcohol on a man in his mid-twenties while at a country concert standing beside the stage. Oh, so can you hear me? Yeah. Do you have, do you have your yeah. hearing back? Oh, man, I tell you what, last week I... I've I've never stood that close, but it was man. It I was pretty deaf after the concert. It was deafening. So it was probably good that I didn't do the podcast because I would have been shouting <laughs> at everyone. Anthony, you need to use your inside voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get too drunk at this one though. Okay. Yeah, not like the last concert I went to <laughs> at Hobart Arena where I just got a at Hobart. All sh- hell breaks loose at Hobart. It, God, it feels like it. So, um, you've, I mean, obviously you've been, you're familiar with the parking lot there. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about a few things before we get started. Oh, you're yeah. fine. We got plenty of time. We do. We do. And, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, the parking lot's a mess. There's no easy way out of there when, you know, when ten, five, six thousand people are trying to leave. So is that how, is that how that, how much that holds for a concert? Do I you think. think Hobart's max seating capacity just for the um, just for the uh, actual stadium seating is like five thousand. Okay, so then you got the floor. So then you've got the floor, but you figure the stage takes up about a quarter of those seats. So I want to say there were maybe three thousand people there, maybe two. Has the parking? Is there less parking since they renovated or add? What did they add on? They added on um, like a new concourse area towards the back, a new locker rooms, a okay. little conference area. But they did that on the other side, okay, where the uh, kind of at the corner of Staunton and Adams Street. So it wouldn't affect any of the parking or take away anything. No, no. Okay. Um, so we're leaving, and every obviously parking the parking lot's just at a standstill, and. Uh, I looked over at Jesse and I was like, I I do not want to be here for another half an hour. So we were in my car, the Subaru. We drove over a couple grassy medians there in the uh-huh. parking lot. Drove over a set of parking lot barriers. <laughs> and then um, I got to the portion behind the Troy football stadium. Okay. Drove behind the football stadium. <laughs> At least you didn't drive on the football fucking field. <laughs> drove, you... drove up the hill to the senior citizens parking lot, and then bam, I was out on Market Street. And oh, within see? five minutes, Do, and you probably saw a line of cars behind you. See, that's the thing. I thought, oh, like somebody's gonna start following. Somebody, me. yeah. No, I mean, I drove downtown because I wanted Arby's after the concert, and. We went to Arby's and sat there in front of the speaker for a good five minutes and no one said anything. And they were open. So so yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going back home. Well, sometimes what I do is if we're taking so long at a drive-thru, I'll pull up to the fucking window <laughs> and then you're going to take my order there. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I didn't think about that. No. So yeah, then we then we drove back uh, back home and we drove past the, uh, the way I came out. And I'm like, oh, there's going to be people pouring out of there now. Nope. Still at a standstill? It was still at a standstill. Nobody followed my lead, so I guess they were all a little too scared. But I mean, I probably shouldn't have done that, but... 
I did not want to be in that parking lot. No. Yeah. And you're here to tell the tale. And I'm here to tell the tale. No, it's a bitch getting out of some places. Now, did people park? No, people park at the park. Oh yeah, the yeah. There were there were people that were like parking over there because they thought they'd be able to get out easier. But but it was just as bad. I've parked over there before for a concert, and there's only two ways in and out. Okay. Yeah, so it's not like you know, it's not any. It's definitely not any easier. So there's no chance of driving up over the levee and. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have a Subaru, you can. Yeah. Uh, well, this episode is brought to you by Heart Projects, a family-owned and operated business that offers inspirational and spiritual jewelry and accessories for the heart and soul. You can reach them on Etsy and Amazon as well as their website, www.heartprojects.com. Um, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. To all the, all the mommies out there. It's all the honeys that is mommies. <laughs> or something like that. Or something like that. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the moms have a good day. Um, I'll be waiting uh, for Father's Day. Of course, the better of the two. Uh, yes, unbiased, yes, you know. yeah. I mean, right. Father's Day. You I know. Mean, I'll be waiting for Father's Day as well for my cat son. From your cats. So yeah. what are they going to bring you, you think? Usually they bring me cat toys. Or they make demands most of the time. Okay. Well, give you like ransom letters or yes. demand. Yes. Uh, that's that's how they operate. They operate on fear, so inducing fear into the owners. So they'll hold uh, Jesse hostage, and uh, usually, yeah, uh, give you their demands for her release. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it works. I've seen it time and time again. Yeah, they are they are vicious. Those rascals. Oh, yeah. Um, sports, not much. Uh, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Um, Cavs got their head out of their ass finally. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. they weren't doing too good. I mean, the last the podcast, before, I don't remember what, which podcast it was. They, you, you didn't think that they were going to get out of the first round. Yeah. So and now I was, they're. I was kind of upset with them and pretty much. So sorry, Cavs, but I, I I wasn't seeing what I liked. Yeah, and uh, you counted them out. Yeah. They're calling you Max. They're done. <laughs> they're, they're done. done. It's it. It's over. Win. Yep, they're not gonna win. After the first five minutes yeah, of the after game, the first five minutes. Yep, someone throws an interception in the first drive. That's it. They're done. They're beat. They're, they're beat. Just turn it off. Can't win when the refs are against you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. The Cavs swept the second round, which was Toronto, which had the best record in the East, and now off to uh, Boston. Mm. So Boston. Uh, Boston, the Celtics, get your clam chowder. Um, they play at three thirty today. So, Ooh. game one, game one in Boston. So let's see how they do. Um, what else do we have? We've got the story on um, those those topless. Redskins cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. Uh, me likey some topless cheerleaders. Especially when they have red skin. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Give me that red skin. Um, let's see. Well, Washington Redskins cheerleaders were required to pose topless for a 2013 photo shoot while spectators invited by the team looked on. <laughs> With oohs and ahs. In How the do crowd. I get one of those invites? <laughs> yeah. How much do I have to donate? Just one incident in which the women recounted being uncomfortable with the team's expectations. <laughs> we expect you to get nude, bitch. <laughs> I bet you want to keep this poor paying job. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I hear they don't make much at all. Yeah, cheerleaders don't make. All, you'd figure they would make. A decent. I mean, as much as they pay the players, as much as a damn I mean, ticket to an NFL game costs, give and, the cheerleaders a decent salary or right. a decent wage. If I'm paying eight dollars for a beer, that whole markup is shouldn't be going to a. I don't know the. Is this right? But is it only like a couple hundred a game, or are they even getting that? I don't. I think it's pretty low. Um, John, I think John. Uh, John and Pam, they're the lady that delivers their mail. I think her daughter was a cheerleader for the Bengals. Hey. Because um, when I was stationed down in San Angelo at Goodfellow Air Force Base, um, they sent me a calendar 
and uh, she got all the cheerleaders on the team to sign it. It was a Bengals calendar, a Bengals oh, cheerleaders God. calendar. Wipe my ass with that. <laughs> but I still hung it up in my dorm room there. Okay. Well. Yeah, it was neat to have all their signatures, and they you know, wrote a little something to me. But uh, it was just like, ah, oh, Bengals, but damn, they look good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's... The Browns don't have cheerleaders, so... Yeah, and your hand's not biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, it's time, when it's time for that intimate moment, yeah, um, yeah it doesn't matter what what the other, uh, what they're wearing. Um, some of the cheerleaders were also required to attend a nightclub event as escorts for some of the team's male sponsors. Keywords escorts. So was there services provided? Man. Or was it whoring just arm these, candy? Whoring out these cheerleaders. Yeah. The cheerleaders said there was no sex involved. Mm, unless they wanted it. But they felt the team was, quote-unquote, pimping us out. Yeah, I, I would say. So that's what I mean, it sounds like. I'm going to agree with that statement. It says the incidents that occurred on a week-long trip to Costa Rica, the cheerleaders were not paid. Of course, they're barely paid for the football <laughs> games. So why would they be paid for this? <laughs> what? You have to go to Costa Rica for a week, but we're not paying you. Yeah. Shut up. You're getting a free trip out of this. Yeah, they probably had to pay for their own plane ticket. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to go. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. And you have to take your top off. Yes. Man, this is like a lose-lose deal. Yeah, what kind of... Who would agree? (laughs) I mean... I don't want to be a cheerleader that bad. Yes, you do. This is the NFL, honey. You know how how many people will see your face on any given Sunday? Depending on where the cameraman is. (laughs) They might not be on your face, maybe, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we've got a uh, you know we'll stay with the sports theme. We've got the Johnny Manziel. Here comes uh, the money. Hospitalized. Od or oh, accidentally take too many of his bipolar pills. He had a uh, reaction to his medicine. Uh, he was hospitalized in humble. Humble, Texas. Humble, Texas. Ah, There's no better place for (laughs) New Manziel to be hospitalized than Humble, Texas. Good old Humble. Uh, Where he was attending a concert with friends. Um, Earlier in the day, he played in a golf tournament. Um, Manziel's rep said it seems like he had a reaction to an adjustment in his prescription. But he's fine and headed home. So good old Manziel. Um, people reacted on his Twitter, thanking everyone for, uh, his concerned and kind messages. Um, so let's see. He had an increased dosage in lithium, which he takes for his, uh, bipolar disorder, which he was diagnosed with, um, you know, a few weeks. I think he was diagnosed with bipolar, what, a couple months ago? I think so. Um, so he's backing on the mend. Oh, that's good. I was worried about Money Manziel. I, many restless nights, uh, thinking about him. Sleep over that. Good old Johnny. Yeah, we have a guest with us. We do, he's back. Good morning, it's been a while. It has been a while. I had to go unlock the door. I just cannot get my ass out of bed. Your early shows. It is, yeah, this is quite early for a Sunday. Well, I'm out of bed, I just don't want to make that. (laughs) want to make walk, that, uh, that walk down the yeah. street <laughs> yeah it's a long trek down here it is it sure is and is it really worth it when you look back on it <laughs> um i've got some couple things for yammer there's a lit we've talked about coughing at work like people just hacking when they're sick they just look, they don't cover their cough yeah it drives me nuts and, I, and we're in a quiet setting at work um well now there's a lady who's new to new in my aisle mm-hmm. and she smokes and oh. uh, what is the good old smokers cough oh, that's God. worse it's all dry. that's worse than a it's got... fucking cold like a if you're sick <sighs> There's yeah, something they got. <laughs> Just, I mean, <laughs> always something. Ooh, it sounds like a. Oh my god. I mean, she needs a bucket next to her desk so she can just collect all the <laughs> whatever's look, coming out. Walk by and look down at it, and you just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, stop fucking smoking. Well, I mean, the, the way when a smoker has a coughing fit, the way to get rid of it is to go out and smoke another cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm serious. I mean, if you know, if they get into a coughing fit, they they will. I the smokers that I know will go outside and smoke another cigarette, and they're like. Oh, I'm good for a little bit. Would you like some water? No, I just need a cigarette. I just needed a cigarette to get a cough <laughs> to go away. Uh, I have a yammer for you. Do you? Okay. Yesterday, you know these little town, Northampton, Tremont okay. City. The old uh, speed yeah. trap alleys. Oh, yeah, I got busted yesterday. Oh. Tremont City, five miles over. Five got miles over. $180. What? $180. It drops down. It goes from 35 and there's a sign that warns you that 25. Uh-huh. Well, I'm coming down to 25, but I didn't get down fast enough. But he, so he got you for five miles five over. Five miles over, 180 miles by, oh, no, 100, $180. Yeah. Uh, he pulled behind me. I'm like, okay, I'm good. He just followed me, and I'm doing, you know, you're like, all right, I'm driving. All of a sudden, as I'm going outside time, he lights me up. Now, I, w- I would be pissed. Oh, I, I was months. pissed, but I had to remain calm because yeah. I had my weapon on me. So, you uh-huh. know, it's just like, all right, you know, and. Sir, step out of the car. No, he didn't. I had to tell him about my weapon. He's like, where is it at? I said, it's on my side. He's going to remain, you know, keep it holstered. You know, and a lot of times... Would you like to see it, officer? <laughs> Here it is. A lot of times they would let me out of it. Uh-huh. Let me out of it because of my CDL and everything. You know, yeah. get it, take it back. Say, all right, you know, you need to slow down and explain what happened. But not this time, but that's how they make their money. That's their source of income yeah. right there. And I was looking yeah. at the ticket. Anywhere from one mile over to 20 mile over is $180. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so I if you were, even, I, don't, I don't even want to know what it is for twenty miles per hour over. Uh, I mean, you could you're be going to jail, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, come on, and that is their, like you said, that's their income. It but is. But you could just be when you're driving along. Sometimes you don't realize. Well, I mean, I figure you know, just about every cop, every city highway patrol sheriff, they give you that five to nine mile per hour grace. Ours was. When I did patrol for the two months I did it, yeah, it was I under ten. Yeah, so it was Allen at nine. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't going to go off unless somebody was ten or over. I, yeah, and I'm always I'm always comfortable and confident in that. Okay, as long <laughs> as long as I'm going, you know, not going the full ten over, I should be good. And and that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. I'll usually set cruise control if I'm on the highway at like eight over sometimes, but that's I won't a, go yep. the full ten. Well, these little towns—that's their. I mean, that's their their money. Mm-hmm. That's their bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was hot. Well, fuck them. So <laughs> I was on my way. I was coming back from the range and on my way to go. You know, with my cheat day on my diet, uh-huh. I want to say I'm down fourteen pounds. Nice. Congrats! And, Congrats! Uh, I'm Congrats. on my way to um, was the big burger place. I want. I want to. Five guys. I uh-huh. wanted a big burger for my cheat day. <laughs> big well, juicy burger. This burger cost me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Most expensive hamburger you've ever had. Well, was it like good? like ho-ho thing. <laughs> was it good going down? It was. It was. The fries were too salty. I could, I've had like five fries and I just, I couldn't. That was them. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just too salty. 180, yeah, I can say I've never, I've gotten pulled over in one of those areas, but I never... Got a ticket, so luckily, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Those sticklers. What else do you have on Yammer there? Um, I've got, uh, have you ever noticed if you wear a hoodie or a, uh, well, I guess any hoodie, the pockets in a hoodie, they're not deep enough. Pockets? Not yeah. Deep. Have you ever noticed, like, especially in this one, I put my phone uh-huh. In my pocket. Every time I get out of my car, if my phone's in there, the fucking thing falls, falls out. out. See, I don't know if I've ever had that problem with hooded jackets or sweatshirts. I have that problem with, like, um, I don't shorts. know. Like, like workout shorts. Like yeah, the, you workout know, shorts. I sit That's down, true, too, yeah. If I sit down at the gym or lay down on a bench, the phone falls out mid-set, and then yeah. it's pulling on your headphones, and you're like, okay. <laughs> So, but I've never had that problem with with the hoodies, but pockets yeah. in general uh-huh. aren't, uh, especially in those. Well, then you are got you the... sure you're using the pockets correctly? Oh, how are you, you supposed to the, use them? Is have, it like a kangaroo pouch? Read the instructions. I'll have to do that. Yes, you should check the manual on those hoodies. But yeah. the front pockets too, the uh-huh. ones with the pullover hoodies with the front pockets. Uh-huh. I mean, is that just to keep your hands warm? 
I, or I don't like to keep anything in that pocket. No, I don't trust that pocket. Well, because there's no there's no bottom to it. it. You just slide out from one end to the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I just feel weird if I've got like my phone and wallet in there, and it just that front portion hangs down and. It's just bouncing back and forth. You know, you get to running and it might smack you in the junk that's, and oh, just yeah, bag that, tag yourself. <laughs> those are those are bad times. Yes, yes, they are. Um, tis the season now for uh, theme parks and roller coasters. Yeah, I saw Kings Island just opened up for everyday park entry here on Friday. So now you know they have a height requirement. Um, I don't know what the actual height is to get on a roller coaster for Mm -hmm. i think they're all they're all different depending on the restraints that are used to keep a passenger in the car well since america is getting bigger should there be a width oh there Uh, is absolutely is there a width requirement have you ever been to king's island and been in line behind a fat person but is there a thing where it says if you're this fucking fat no you can't they they don't have that on there it's it's at the discretion of the ride operator so So, i've seen them this real fat lady i've seen her go up to the car and one of the ride operators says ma'am you're not allowed to be in this car because you're just too large (laughs) she threw a fit but she i mean Clearly, she was not going to fit in that car. I always wondered. It's like fitting. It's like one of those Pillsbury those yeah. roll packages where you're trying to squeeze. Yeah, and it squeeze was, the dough. And it was the Diamondback roller coaster. You you guys have been on that one, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Or, that one's like just the the little the thing that comes down on your lap, and you're kind of like standing up. Okay. And I'm like, there's no way that'll hold her in. I mean, her thighs were Jesus. I don't even. They were as big as tree trunks, man. I mean, well, hey, they've, they've got built-in airbags. <laughs> I mean, to stop her. Airbags. Yeah, I always wondered about, but I guess there's no there's no signage saying there's no sign. If you sit up, like stand up next to it, if you go, if you're further, if you spill out further than if the you sign, spill out further than the <laughs> sign, then... then you can't get on. No fat people. No. Um, there's a scale on them too. The gas, okay, gas prices. You know how people talk about, uh, hey, there's gas across town that's two cents cheaper than this. Is it really worth going how much, across town? How much of your time are you wasting, and how much fuel are you actually wasting to go get that extra two cents per gallon? Yeah, is it really worth? No, I don't doing that. So. so I mean, you know, they do the price, do the gas thing on the news. Like, hey, yeah. gas is... Gas down in Dayton is 30 cents cheaper than it is in Troy. Okay, let me okay, drive down yeah, there. Let me drive down to Dayton to get gas. But there are people that do it. I know, no, and I don't just understand. Like, just, Use common oh, sense. If, if I know I have to go to that part of Dayton and that day, then I'm like, oh, okay, then I'll just... If you're you know, going to swing, if you're going to be past there anyway. Yeah, absolutely, but I'm not going to, like, oh, I'm just going to Dayton to get gas, and I'll be right back. Well, so, so there you go. So you just wasted. You just paid more. Yeah. For that cheaper gas. Well, I'm particular about gas anyway. When gas goes in my car, I only like Shell gasoline, the V Power. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I, I'm the one. I'll go to one of the Shell stations in Troy, which there isn't one near the house. It's, I think, closest one's out by Walmart, which is maybe a three mile three mile drive. I'll go there, but. I usually get that on my way home from work because I go past the Shell station. But uh, so, you, so you're not make going out of the way. I'm not going out of the way. To... No, but um, I'll try to. Um, oh, sorry there. I'm oh, sorry. To, and if you're playing footsie with me, to or, yeah. pop mine. But I, yeah, I. But going out of your way just to get gasoline for you know an extra two cents or whatever. I never really pay attention because I got to get gas anyway. Yeah, I mean, you got to get, you don't pay, I don't pay attention to the price. I know I've got to get it, so it's. I mean, I'm not. I definitely don't pay attention because I travel for work, so it's just like I have to get it. To you got to go. Stuff. What are you going to yeah, do, ride yeah, your goddamn you bike do? to work? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, Piqua is a little bit cheaper than Troy, so I go that direction. I'm like you. Uh-huh. I'm going to go buy it. So yeah, you're going there anyway. Now, has that ever bitten you in the ass where you're like, I'll get gas and pickle, it'll be cheaper, and then you get up there and you're like, what the fuck? It's, yes, yes. It's 10 yes. cents more expensive. Yes. Well, usually Sydney, it goes like this. Troy, pickle with Sydney. Uh-huh. So if I got to go towards Sydney, usually I'll go to Sydney, but that has bit me in the ass a couple times too. Like, <laughs> mother, 
you know. Yeah. yeah what happened? You guys were always cheaper. Yeah. There, you, have you used that Gas Buddy app just to look? Yeah, at, I used to use uh, it, but then it's like just you kind know, of forget about it yeah, thoroughly. Just, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, when you're up early in the morning, because I never get gas on the way home. Because on the way home, you know, after the hour and a half drive, it's like I'm just going straight fucking house. Yeah. So I'm not stopping. Yeah. You know. So in the morning, I'll. I usually take care of all that, mm-hmm. but then I gotta get up earlier because I get gas. So I'm about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it! I gotta yeah, get it does gas. suck when you get up in the morning, and then you realize. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of times I'll put it off, and uh, I probably should have gotten gas the night right. before. Yeah. But, um, what do we, we have? Uh, what do we have? Turning on. Uh, oh yeah, we were talking yeah. about AC, air conditioning. When do you? What's your threshold? Uh, your pain threshold pain for the threshold for air to well, deal with the heat. I used to be uh, like I'm not turning the air on until June 1st, but uh, we got this year we went from winter to you summer. Were, yeah, and we didn't really have a choice. <clears throat> I mean, we didn't have much of a spring at all. And uh, the the upstairs bedroom here is it gets well, upstairs hot. gets oh yeah it gets, it gets warm. I don't know. Well, the the air handling unit's down here in the basement, mm-hmm. so then it's got another two stories to send air up to. So by the time it gets up to that upstairs, there's not much air that comes out of the vent, so it gets warm up there. And um, but ah, we set it to seventy two, and that's, that's that's what I had mine on. But uh-huh. I walked in last night after being out and. It was like I was walking into a freezer for some reason, <laughs> so I I bumped it up to seventy four. Uh-huh. But yeah, it usually is seventy two. Yeah, that that's pretty comfy. Seventy two. Mine usually well, in my place to sixty nine. I have it sixty nine. Sixty nine for more than but one I reason. I work in the sun all day. Uh-huh. You know, I'm out in the sun, so my body temperature stays up. Yeah. So so is it, it something with the sixty nine or is no? It just, just that's perfect temperature. Well, perfect number, perfect, but. <laughs> didn't know if there was any more no, uh, any other just, correlation I'm like Anthony it's you know up the third floor so it does, uh, yeah it does make a difference plus we got one hooked up in the window up there so yeah I have to have coolness to sleep yeah so we've gotten to the point now to where the fan just doesn't do it upstairs in that bedroom no. and because uh, there's a ceiling fan in there but for whatever reason it makes a loud clicking and ticking noise so we don't use that now You've, Anthony, you've probably had air your whole life, like growing up. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but... Uh... Did you... <clears throat> you growing up? No, it had fans and window growing up. Mm-hmm. We had this big... It's a, it was a big fan. I mean, it, my father put it in a window. It was one of the industrial fans, because, you know, what he used to do. Mm-hmm. And he turned that bad boy on, and he would suck, instead of blowing in, he would suck the heat out. Oh, okay. Know, as well so, as you can reverse it and it would uh-huh. suck it out and you know, then you open up the other window and it had a draft that come through, so So it probably mm-hmm. didn't feel too bad. It didn't feel too bad. Now we didn't get air till I was probably like twelve. I remember all the twelve or thirteen stories about mom talking about not growing up with air conditioning. Those the her war stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um some some of her war stories were self-inflicted. Yeah, but. they were. She, uh, man, she'd go on because I, I, I kid her now because she still doesn't turn her air on. I mean, she'll set the thermostat to like seventy-eight, and Corey, yeah, Corey, you know, Corey's living up there. He'd always tell me, he goes, "The fucking thermostat set to seventy-eight. He goes, "What's even point? What's even the point of having the fucking thing on?" <laughs> so I'll kid her now. And Corey get, doesn't say much for, for yeah, him to oh, say. Man. He he gets all fired up about air conditioning, but he um he he would tell me that, so then I you know I we kid her about it, and and she goes, well, growing up I didn't have air conditioning, all I have is a little floor fan, and blah, blah, and your grandpa didn't want air conditioning, and he had that house built, and then and then and then she yeah, that's was like, true, hey, yeah. we're kidding, kidding. Yeah, we were twelve when that he finally was probably like, all right, I gotta uh, get. But yeah, we would camp out in the living room when it was so hot. (laughs) We'd be in the living room. There was a whole... I I remember, I mean, most of us were in the living room just to cool down. Oh, because this is where the sun set. And we'd put all the fans in one room. Oh my God. So yeah, it was like the Markley... When the first time that happened, why was that not a wake-up call? Like, we should probably get here. We should probably... No, that was probably because... I don't remember us taking very many vacations, so maybe that was our camping trip <laughs> for the camping year. Trip. 
we can move this outside. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we don't want to go outside. No. We'll we'll stay in here. Yeah, yeah we'll stay. I know the house on St. Andrews, it had to be a furnace upstairs in y'all's bedroom. Oh, during the summertime? It was like pretty warm. Yeah. I don't remember being unbearable with but uh it would get pretty warm. Wow. Then pretty cold during during the wintertime. Well, my bedroom had tile, so it would get, uh, and I like it cold. I, right. I, you know, during the winter time, it's like I'll, I'd rather throw on seventeen blankets than have I someone turn somebody the heat walking up. up your in your bed like rocking back and forth, freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd right, yeah. I during the winter time, I don't like to set the heat very high because I just it dries out the air, and you know, you get bloody noses. And, now, now heat. What do you have? What would you have your heat on? I in think the winter? I. I, I typically don't set it more than like 67. Okay, mine's 68. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesse, she'll hit the thermostat and... Crank it up. Crank it up sometimes. And now that I've got that new Nest thermostat, I pull it up on my phone. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, <laughs> so you can tell if I it's can, been... And I can change it from the Can you change phone. it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you can fuck with her when you're at work. Yeah, I can. See. I can turn it off. I can, you know, do everything with it from my phone. Damn, it's getting cold in here all of a sudden. <laughs> my lips are turning blue. <laughs> like when you're at your grandma's house during um, events during oh, winter time, God. she's got it set at what eighty six. Well, that's what my. I mean, it's, it's just a. It's just a. Uh, yeah, because my grandparents. Elderly. <laughs> We'd go over. Oh, Bernie and Roscoe. Bernie and Ro- Roscoe would have it in there. You you might as well just might as well just have like a basket before you walk in. Just put your clothes in. Put your clothes. Everybody grab a towel. Grab a. T- <laughs> it's a and sauna. It's a fucking sauna. Yeah. And I just remembered. Yeah. See the sweat. I mean, we'd be at the dinner table at Thanksgiving. Well, because you know, the heat's on, and then you got the oven on and oh everything else. God, Mark's it's... sitting there. I remember. And just sweat, just fucking pouring down his face <laughs> when we're sitting at the table. And, but he would know if she would change the thermostat. Uh-huh. God damn it, Bernie. God damn it, Bernie. Turn. Yeah, so, it, you know, it was just, but it, yeah, like you said, it's, it must be an elderly thing. Yeah. So I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably I be the going same over there, just, just going over to the visit sometimes. And during the summertime, you know, the, the air would, the house would be closed up, but the air would not be on. During the summer, and you just sit there, just uh, no airflow at all. You know. So you want to ask them where the little kids are that are making the goods? <laughs> yeah. Sweatshop. Sweatshop. And then, yeah, during the winter time, it's unbearable. And I, yeah, it's I, I don't know how people do it. I, I have to, I have to be comfortable. I guess that's their hat. I mean, yeah, they feel comfortable. But then when you got two people, I mean, my grandpa apparently he made the call (laughs) that's what it was going to be on it was gotta have an equal uh you know understanding (laughs) i guess um what do you've got you're taking a class i'm taking a class right now um working on my bachelor's degree at uh, grand canyon university out in arizona and uh doing online courses and it's a christian university Hmm. so I have to take at least one course about Christianity, and the course I'm currently taking is Christian Worldviews, which at first it wasn't bad. Um, it was pretty pretty open about atheism, pantheism, and theism, and we had, the cool part was we had to watch like a Star Wars or Star Trek movie. Did I talk about this already in the podcast? I don't think you did, but I think you told me off. Okay. All fair. And so I watched one of the newer Star Wars movies, uh, Rogue One. It's a good one. I had to compare it to pantheism, which is the belief of um, of there being a higher power, but no one individual God that has revealed him or herself. Which and, is the Force. Which was the Force. And I was like, wow, that's going to be pretty easy. And then from the movie, I had to take two references of, of pantheism, of you know someone referring to the Force. And and quote it directly and cite my sources and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, this course isn't going to be that bad. Until mm-hmm. week number two, and now we're on week three, and we start week four next week. It's just been... So they're just pretty... Are they, They're pushing yeah. Christianity on you. Yeah, so they're pushing it down my throat. And I figured, well, that's fine. But the instructor said he wanted you know, a nice full conversation during our class discussion boards. So I figured, well, if they're going to push on me, I'm going to push back a little bit. So we were reviewing the book of Genesis 1 through 3 the other day. And we had to explain why we thought God 
did or didn't bring sin into the world, which he created everything else. So how did he, how was the one thing that he didn't create was sin and it just <laughs> came about on its own, right? right? It doesn't make sense. Okay. So we were talking about human nature and I, I stated that, uh, I think, I think it's an accurate characterization of human nature. And I think all of the times we were instructed to not do certain things. So in this, in this excerpt, I'm referring to Adam and Eve, uh, falling for the temptation mm-hmm. of, um, of eating the fruit of, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God, okay, God put that tree in the Garden of Eden that Adam and Eve were to tend to. And he says, well, don't eat the fruit of that tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's but like, it's right here. That's like telling a little kid. Uh, exactly. It's right here, but don't touch it. Because right. if you touch it, you know, bad things will happen. All hell's going to break All loose. All hell's going to break loose. Yeah. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but anyway, long story short, I said, well, if honestly, I said, if God didn't want anybody to eat from that tree, why would he put it in the garden? And then why would he tempt you by saying, hey, don't eat it, guys, but it's right here. All right. I'm <laughs> Looks gonna, delicious. I'm going to leave now for a little bit, okay? <laughs> so so then the serpent you know, comes in and convinces Eve, like, hey, did God really tell you not to eat it? And is it really going to be that bad? Come on. Come on. Come on. Everybody's doing it. Just yeah, one little just bite. Just one little bite won't kill you. So obviously they do. And um, and everyone in the class is like, well, yeah, Eve shouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah. So then I was like, okay, well, everyone's on that side. Well, why don't I say, well, why did God put it there if he didn't want Eve to, you know? Let's play devil's advocate. Yeah, (laughs) so that's what I played. And then the instructor kind of called me out and says, Occasionally in this class, some students will think that God created sin by creating temptation in the Garden of Eden. Why didn't he just direct it at you instead of being (laughs) passive aggressive? Some people in this class. Yeah, so I saw that shit and I'm like, yes, motherfucker. Okay, (laughs) we'll play play this game. Well, some professors are (laughs) assholes. So... I figure, I mean, I've got, I'm three weeks in and I've got a 94% in the class, so I'm not like failing to where like, you know, I can push back and like, why is this guy pushing back and he doesn't know shit about it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all right. I'm doing better than I thought I would. So I feel like, okay, I can, I can put, you know, put a little resistance in this class and, you know, spice things up a bit. But when he passive aggressively posted that after my post, occasionally some students will take this course and think that Just God send you, could... yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, that, that's like, yeah, just calling somebody out yeah, in but, front of uh, everybody. Nobody has directly responded to my any of my posts this week, which is pretty upsetting. Because normally they do. Because you have to, you know, post twice a day for four days. And you have to, you know, interact with the different students in the class. and Those are his flock, his followers. They're yeah, not going to... No one's... No. He put that, oh, you're, you're on the board. You're on the edge, Anthony. Yeah. You're on the edge. We're not going with him. I, yeah, I guarantee I'm doing better than 90% of those idiots that don't even have the difference between your and your on their posts. That drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're English. I read, I read the these English posts, language. and they're just, they don't, the your, your, and there, and there, and two, and two. And I'm like, how are you, how, how, just how? Now, is this class, uh, are we going to have to stop doing this podcast because you'll be attending morning service? Yeah. <laughs> Is no, this where we're going? I don't. I don't think we'll get that far okay. with the class. No, I'm, I'm sure he's probably blacklisted me from every church, <laughs> from Arizona to the to Maryland. Yesterday we had uh, the Bible thumpers coming around to the houses. Yesterday, so I'm over there at mom's house during her yard. So I'm coming around the corner. So we have what I call as a Bermuda Triangle in mom's neighborhood. You got people across the street that keep eye on each other. Mm-hmm. So they're pointing at the front door. I can't see the front door. They're pointing, point. Somebody's at the front door. Somebody's at the front so door. you got little special signals so, for the neighborhood. Yeah, we, and we, we actually do. It's the neighborhood because you know the situation in the neighborhood. Anyway, so gentleman walks up. You know, my mother's preparing food to take out to the church because there's a funeral going on. So he comes up, he introduces himself, why somebody else is talking to my mother. So I'm trying to do the yard and get it done, you know, because I want to get on my bike. So he starts talking to me about the Bible and everything. <laughs> so I'm looking at him, you know, he hands me a pamphlet. I said, you can stop right there. So the other gentleman walks up, introduces himself, and they're talking about the grass, but they're trying to lead into it. And I said, God created this grass. He goes, your mother <laughs> says she's getting ready to go to church. I said, exactly. I said, so why are you 
pushing your views because his views was totally different from what my mother mm-hmm. is in, on me. I said, he goes, well, I can give you this and maybe you can pull something out of, you know, from this that I said, I have my Bible. She's right there. Mm-hmm. It is Saturday. She's on her way to church. Move on to the next. Go to that house. That's the drug house. Yeah. They can get some help. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kind of looked at me and said, seriously, that's the drug house. Go preach to them. Those are the Jesus. people that need the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it kind of. I don't like that. I don't, don't like them coming knocking on the door and just, yeah, you know. I don't either. I'll decide what I, you know, uh-huh. I mean, nobody's going to convince me otherwise right. or, or and that that's the frustrating part about this damn class is it's you know I, it's pretty it, much are, trying they, to, are they trying to push things on you or push their view if, is that what your instructor's if, doing if you what i've noticed after i posted my um what i want to say after i posted my opposing views of how temptation came about and sin came about I noticed a different tone with everyone in the class, and because before I, the the first week of class, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just agree with everything and and get through this, and and that was honestly that was more difficult than it was to actually speak my mind and, and just be yourself and be myself. Yeah. So then that's like when week three started, I was like, screw this, I'm gonna do it how I do it the way I see things, and. And it, it's changed completely. No, you know, no one will respond to my posts, and uh, the instructor passive aggressively calls me out on a discussion board. So I'm like, okay, that that that's fine. But um, I just don't like taking the course and having to read different Bible verses. And you're like the black sheep of that class. Yeah, probably pretty much. They, they probably have private discussions about you on another thread or something. <laughs> They've got a different thread that's, that's locked <laughs> yeah. to me that I can't get into. Hey, you know that Anthony guy. Don't don't conversate don't with him. Don't conversate with him. Make this harder for him than it has to be. He'll lead you down the wrong path. He'll the, go down the, the path dark of sin side. and degradation. It's not, you're, you're not leading him down the wrong path. It's just your point of view, okay? Yeah. You know? I, and that's basically my point of view on the Bible is you got the King James Version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay, King James. Right there's your clue. LeBron, Man LeBron translated James? the Bible. <laughs> LeBron. Okay, LeBron version. Man is the one that wrote the Bible, you know, understand by God's point of view. Right. So you got King James. He's going to put in the Bible what he wants you to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. man, it, it's just man ever since, you know, Eve ate off the knowledge, tree of knowledge. Well, you know, I need these people to do this, so... I'm going to put this in the Bible and leave this out. Right. You know, and that's a question that, you know, because I was trying to do that follow the God thing at one time. So I went to all different types of churches Mm -hmm. to see what direction they're going. And it's always comes down to you need to, you need, you need, you need. No, help me understand this first. Yeah. I have questions. And if you don't, I found one, one pastor where I don't have that answer. And that intrigued me. I stayed at the church a little bit longer until it got a little bit too aggressive. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I just kind of like, eh. You know, there's different views. I, right. was, I don't understand it. You know, there's something that you can ask your, your <clears throat> professor. Why is it that Catholics can drink and do all this? But then you have your apostolic and all that. You're not allowed to drink. You know, I right. don't understand. But you're still following the same... It just boils down to interpretation of the Bible. Right. And... I was brought up Catholic, mm-hmm. and uh, after oh, the whole... That explains everything. Yeah. Not anymore. Oh. I, I don't really practice. But I do believe in uh, like a higher power or a God, but right. I don't, I don't uh, go to the... Uh, you know, I don't go to church, but I still, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. Still believe, but uh, yeah, ever since the whole, uh, I know my mom has stopped all the cornholing of the little boys from the she priest. Went, she went to a Lutheran church now, didn't she? Yeah. 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 Which they're, they're very similar. Yeah, a lot of the religions are are very similar. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. So let's go, uh, what do we got? Well, we got the devil's creation here, uh, known as spiders. Oh, spider. Yeah, that that was a creation. I don't know what if if God did create everything on the earth, then why the fuck did he create spiders and wasps? 
So, so yeah. So you have personal running. So you have a most recent. Yeah, a most recent one that happened uh, two nights ago. And it was probably one of the worst I've ever had. So <laughs> you your life flashed before your I eyes. I really did. I really did. So get home from work, downstairs, watch some TV, did some homework. Jesse, she got home from work about the same time. It was about 11.30 at night. And I go, I walk upstairs, and I turn the light switch on at the top of the stairs. And first thing I fucking see on the wall, about two or three foot away from the light switch, is a spider. Not not just any little spider. I mean, this spider was probably legs, leg span and all, about almost the size of a 50-cent piece. <laughs> and the, no, no joke, when I turned the light on, you know, this big black spider on your, on your cream-colored wall, you turn the light on, I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> just, I mean, I almost fainted and fell down the stairs. But And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I know exactly what kind of spider that is. I've seen them before. But, but you know, we're going to get into the bottom of why you're afraid of spiders. Because <laughs> yeah. it all boils down to one yeah, yeah, one thing. But So it was a big... It was, And I'd seen one of these spiders before, and the last time I saw one was in Oklahoma. So that should tell you something about... But the, it traveled this, all this way <laughs> to get back at you. The spider has a vendetta with me. I mean, he took a bus. He took... I don't know he's how probably, he got up he's here. He's probably but, piggybacked on my gear since then for the past... He's just I been mean, hanging up, bulking up. Past I mean, he's four been years. working out. Yeah. 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 For it, the confrontation. I'm looking at it, and I like to know my enemy before I attack them. So Smart. I'm examining it from a safe distance. I'm like, okay, is this spider... Spider venomous. Yes, it was indeed a venomous spider. It was a brown recluse. Oh. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, I've got to, I've got to, you know, practice some, you know, some safe spider killing. Practice some martial arts. You got bug assault? I got you. See, I was gonna use that, but this big ass spider would probably just laugh. Dude, <laughs> 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 <Look at> that <laughs> tickles. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, the salt gun is out of choice because the salt gun would push him to where where he was standing. He was blocking basically my entrance into the bedroom. So no, <laughs> I was not about to. Okay, it's a narrow yeah. hallway. You know, on one side of the hallway, you've got your laundry room. The other side is the spider. Like you do not walk. Like you're gonna walk past him. He's gonna shoot a web. He, and might, stick he might jump. You don't know these things. <laughs> Brown recluses are fast, okay? They're nocturnal hunters. They're not web dwellers, all right? They're hunters. Yeah. <laughs> Most spiders sit in a web and just right. wait for their prey. Brown recluse goes out and finds it. Finds it, okay. Yes. So anyway. He knows his enemy. <laughs> exactly. So I know what my enemy's capable of, and they're fast when they're on a hard surface. But carpet, they're not so good with. But he was on a wall. He was on a wall, so he's got you know full range of motion. And he's about chest height. That's when spiders get really scary, all right? When they're when they're chest height and above, they have the upper hand. They have the advantage, all right? Because if you miss, they're coming down. They're coming down. True, yeah. But when they're when they're chest and below, you're they, like, I've got the upper hand. They've now. got the angle. You know? if they're up. I, yeah, I. You know, it's uh, it's all about the angles and the the attack advantage here. So, okay, so I knew that I needed some spray to kill to you know kind of like. Days and confuse the spider. There was no smashing it. Was you anything? No, you smash it on the wall. You know, hell no. <laughs> again, the spider is at an advantage here because it's chest height, right there. Okay. If I miss, it could you know come down at me. Come anyway. You're not in my head, so you don't understand. <laughs> um. So I instruct Jesse to get me the spider spray that I have downstairs, and a. A, a boot of some sort, and she goes and retrieves the two <laughs> items, and, and a bulletproof was, vest and a and helmet. A bulletproof vest and a helmet, which were down in the basement, but we don't need to get to that yet. And uh, so she grabbed the boot with a flat surface, thankfully, because you know if you get a boot with like ridges or a shoe, with might know, miss it. It's it, survival. Yeah. It, has, it has a chance to survive. It does. Yeah. It does. So hit the spider with the spider spray, knocked it off the wall immediately, and it hit the ground, and it was like shit. So it started. It was on the move, and it was on carpet though. It wasn't good on the carpet. Hit it with the shoe, the boot, smashed it. Smashed it. And it was, was still like. So that was hit it. it with more spray. <laughs> so you still. So that's like you got the guy down, but you're still firing shots just to make Double sure. Tap. Double yeah. tap. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and uh, picked him up with a paper towel and 
threw it away, took the trash out, and set the trash can on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, that was probably the most, that was the, definitely the one of the more uh, terrifying um, incidents I've had with a spider. The last time, the last time I interacted with a brown recluse, it was in my dorm, uh, my, my bunk room at a fire station in Oklahoma, and it was on my wall. And you guys weren't sharing drinks with each other and telling no no story i had to wake up my station captain tech sergeant peden like hey you have to come kill this spider <laughs> it was like midnight he wasn't happy but so yeah i i, I, I just can't handle spiders so them growing up every week i had what is it called um Round, home defense yeah had to spray around every uh, corner of the house for those oh i definitely outside did that. Of the house we didn't have hardly any spiders in the house because of that yeah. every week. Even though it says it lasts up to what? 12 months. 12, eh, no, we had to do it every week. Yeah. Well, yeah. growing up with your mom, <laughs> I know firsthand where this comes from. Do you now? And, uh, you know, somebody's reaction, um, you grow up with it, you uh-huh. start to, that's just what you learn. And yeah. that's, so if somebody's going to panic in those situations, so that's all you know to do that's, when you see that. That's how I handle a spider situation. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was yeah. Terrifying. Bees and wasps. Oh, I, bees. And, bees I'm okay with now because I understand what bees are about. They only sting for protection. Okay. Wasps are different. Wasps are just assholes and will sting for they, fun. They will, yeah. Yeah. So. What's the purpose of a wasp anyway? Wow. So so yeah the the panic has sets in when yeah. you see don't get me wrong i still panic when i see a bee ah, those big bumblebees that just like to get oh, in your face like the yellow jackets yeah like those big those huge yeah yeah they just wood like bees. the wood bees yeah those things yeah. just like to get in your face and taunt you i don't think wood bees sting though they do don't, they? Sting. They don't no. sting but they're they're a nuisance mm-hmm. um we've got uh we've got porn back in the news yeah, you had it on your mind before the podcast. I did. Maybe yeah. we won't discuss why, or it was like a what is that? A Freudian slip or a Freudian? Yes, that would be correct. Yeah. Um, well, Pornhub uh, has something that you can purchase on their site. Is Porn. uh, Pornhub um, uh-huh. socks Ooh. with um, actresses and actors. From the world of porn on the socks. And nice. on the hashtag, or there's a hashtag on the sock. This is how weird. Uh, I, I watch Pornhub. Oh, okay. So, you, you, so <laughs> I'm familiar with so, it. So, I'm the familiar answer, with... Yeah. so, so when's your shipment coming in? This is... I didn't order no socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, the hashtag on it says. Uh, hashtag beat yourself. So, <laughs> so I guess you just uh, you're beating off with the sock with the actress or actor. So is it an actual sock that goes on your foot, or is it a cock sock? Just <laughs> <laughs> wipe you down, sock. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the sock so crusty? Or do you use it like Mr. Socko, the man kind of put it on your hand and use? I don't know. Hey, how you doing? You know, you order the female in the sock, put it on your hand. There you go. There you go, and she's helping you out. Yeah. Or get the, get the for the uh, for the people that uh, live the alternative lifestyle, can purchase the uh, Johnny Sins beat off sock. Johnny Sins. (laughs) But yeah, I don't even know how much does it even say how much they cost. But are the are they naked on the socks or? The only picture that they show, well, no, this is okay. This says this is a th- these have been in, uh, ingeniously designed to be worn over your hand. She's supposed to put them on your hand, yeah, and beat off. So, well, wow. yeah. all right, more power to you. Yeah, I yeah. usually just use my imagination, but imagination uh, or, yeah, or Pornhub. Um, what else do we have? Well, let's see here. We've got... I just want to touch base on this um, recent tragedy here. And there have been more of these in the news recently than um, that there should be. Uh, aircraft incidents with uh, military jets. 
recently the C-130 that crashed in Georgia from the, I think, I believe it was the Puerto Rico National Guard C-130, mm-hmm. which is obviously, which is a division of the, um, of the, the National <clears throat> Guard for the United States because Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. Uh, the way I understand it, the aircraft just fell from the sky. If you have you seen the video, um, I haven't. Well, the air it just dropped from the skies. This large C one thirty cargo aircraft it just seemed to just almost plummet to the earth at a at a straight nose down dive. Now, from the article, it said it had been undergoing routine maintenance. I guess, but I guess they deemed it safe to fly. Well, um, the way I understand it. The Air Force sent um, Puerto Rico years ago. They sent, uh, I don't know how much you know about aircraft, but each aircraft has a designation. You, know, you have a C-130, and then the letter after the designation is the model. So you've got, there. obviously, the first C-130s were the C-130As. Okay. And I believe now they're on J. Yeah, they're on J. So the aircraft's been around since, I think, the 50s, if I'm not mistaken. So... J model is you know the most recent model which probably debuted a few years ago. Okay. But anyway, the Puerto Rico National Guard they were still flying with the E models, and that tells you anything about the age of the aircraft right there from E to J. E from yeah, you're missing there, quite a few in between. There's quite a few. So uh, the Air Force kind of said, "Here you go, take them." And parts were not sent down to Puerto Rico as frequently as they should, even though they were required and. I guess the aircraft was undergoing some maintenance, but the maintainers didn't have all of the necessary parts, but it was deemed safe to fly, and then this tragedy happened. So there's been no, there's been no um, official statement from what I heard about, about the, the lack of parts and the part deficiency, but this came directly from the maintainers of those aircraft, that okay. people that used to maintain the aircraft. Because obviously the people that are in now aren't allowed to really speak about it. They're not going to say, yeah. But people that are now out of the Air Force said they, when they were working on the aircraft down there, they did have a difficult time getting parts from the Air Force and that they were the old E models. Nice. Um, th- this this kind of goes hand in hand with the defense budget that hasn't been really um, where it should be past several years. Well, you've noticed that there have been multiple in-flight emergencies with the C-130s, with uh, with different aircraft. You know, you've got your the Blue Angels and then the um, the Thunderbirds. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've had, the... they've had mechanical issues, too, and they've also had operator issues. But And then you've got the Navy. They've had their issues, too, with their aircraft, just general aircraft, um, not, not the Blue Angels, but just their other fighter squadrons and whatnot. Um, aircraft just aren't being maintained like they should and the military has such a thin budget for maintaining they have such a, a widespread force that is required to maintain all these aircraft but they don't have enough people to do it you would think that'd be you know main priority or a yeah, top priority it definitely is but um you know you gotta i guess deal with what you have and make you know even though you don't have as much, you know, maintenance on one aircraft, but hey, it's got to go. Just it's go safe to get on. It's it's kind of safe. It almost makes the regulation, and uh, hopefully we can get uh, more money for the defense budget and smooth out some of these problems. But until then, we're just going to continue to see more uh, aircraft incidents such as those. and nine people perished on that. Yeah. Crash. So basically you're saying it's because they can't receive the proper parts to fix it. They can't get the proper parts to fix it. They don't have enough people to fix all the aircraft. Um, I want to say it was Puerto Rico. All of those C-130s were grounded for years before they were even allowed to fly just because there was such a lack of parts. I want to say they were down for almost two years. Damn. So, Yeah. That's I don't quote me on that, but I, the last I remember reading something that they were down for, for I mean it was it was quite a long time before the aircraft were allowed to even fly, just because the lack of maintainers and a lack of uh, parts. That is crazy. It is crazy indeed. We've got you want to talk about the um, the woman who uh, text message. Uh, oh yeah. Anybody on the dating scene? Yeah. Um, Let's see. Lady goes out on one date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she went on one date. One date. And then bombarded him with 65,000 text messages. 
65,000. That's what the police say. So there's an official record of 65,000 text messages from this lady. messages? Holy shit. He just hit and a she's letter. a looker. Looker, guys. She's, she's a real looker. 65,000. Hopefully they weren't 65,000 nude text messages. <laughs> a Phoenix area man went on a date. One date with a woman he met online. The meeting likely didn't go well. Um, because there was only one date, but soon afterward things went wrong. Uh, police say that in the next seventeen months, so she didn't give up for a year, over a oh, year. Seventeen months. I mean, the woman sent the man uh, sixty-five thousand, including five hundred in one day. Oh my God! Holy Does she not shit! Work? Does Block she not... your get to a different number. Yeah. Or something. Why? Why? I mean, with. The phones today, you can block someone pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, you can block people. Hey, iPhone, you can just hit block and well, then it's done. In court documents, prosecutors laid out how threatening the tone of some of them were. One of the messages said, don't ever try to leave me, I'll kill you. <laughs> God damn. Leave me, oh, you had one day. Well, it makes you wonder, did he hit it on that one date? <laughs> <laughs> he must have. That's true. You know, okay, one date. Did, did he hit did it he, and did quit he it? Did he hit it on that one date? He you know, must have quit it. It says, yeah, don't yeah. ever try to leave me, I'll kill you. I don't want to be a murderer. Um, and another, she, she said that she would kill him if he left her and would wear his body parts and bathe in his blood. Whoa, Holy shit. Whoa. God. Man. Holy shit. Put me in witness protection. This watching Games of Thrones. Yeah. And then, to uninvited visits. When the man was out of town last month, he noticed in his home surveillance that the woman broke into his house and was taking a bath in his fucking tub. Well, oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's his just, fault for, yeah. obviously, for taking her to his house. First of all, if she knows where he lives at on that date, he... he you yeah, think so? Or is is it that easy to find where somebody? Well, I mean, well, it, 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 it is. It's pretty easy, yeah. But okay, and it says uh, police came to the residence, discovered not only an uninvited house guest, but also a large butcher knife in the front seat of her car. So ah. uh, they took her into custody, of course, charged her with felony trespassing, and well, now she's got the threat. She's got the text messages where she threatens the guy's life. So I mean. She needs to be locked up in an insane asylum. Yeah. And it says uh, she never intended to hurt the victim and that she still loves him. Oh, that's cute. There's a happy ending to every story. She called the victim her soulmate. Ooh, wow. Yeah. He hit it. Man. Don't fuck to. anybody on the first date. First date. Well, to at least don't take your place. Guilty as charged, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, nobody... Luckily, there was never any... See, this is this shit. is why they created apps like Google Voice to where you can create a number that's not your direct phone number. Right. And you can change that number on Google Voice whenever you want. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, what if he would have been home when she came the one time with the knife? I'm sure she had surveillance waiting until he left. I don't think she was trying. I mean, she wasn't trying to be there that when he was there. time period. She's had to, I mean, if she was aggressive like that, knocked on the door while he's home or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah I mean, if she wanted him dead. She, if she wanted him that bad, you know, she had to go to the house several times. And, right. Uh, I don't think we're hearing a full story here. Right. You know, we're, he, we want to hear the, the other side of that story. Yeah, we, you know. I, I don't even know if there was any, uh, any other interaction between those two i mean um i'm trying to look if there's over any... a year there had to be you know that she's had to approach him right or, you know there had something's happened um there's two sides of this story there's two sides there takes two to tango and i'm sure he's not going to tell you the correct story either right you know? i fucked the shit out of her on the first day <laughs> and but it says uh when they asked her, if if she thinks this, this the amount of text messages was excessive, she responded, "Love is an, an, an uh, love is an excessive thing." <laughs> so yeah, she's got some mental issues. Um, wow, I'm gonna go in somebody's house and take a bath. I'm gonna wear and, the clothes, take a bath. Yeah, yeah. What else did she do? <laughs> yeah, it's like a guy with a. Goes into the panty drawer of the woman. Is uh, she sniffing his hands or is she's through the <laughs> <laughs> Wearing them on her head. Mm, walking around stains. the house. <laughs> yeah. 
These are the skid marks. For sustained Hanes. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Oh, shit. Well, anybody have any uh, other thing they want to get off their chest? Oh, well, just $180. Yeah. Start to go fund me now. Down the toilet. <laughs> Pay for speeding tickets. Go yeah. fund me, yep. Yeah. Well, so you might want to go about... Uh, now, what if you're going too slow? Who would give you a ticket for going one mile under might, the speed limit? It's funny because when I was pulled over and all these cars coming in town... You can see them just hitting their brakes, like uh-huh. you know, like he's already got me, so it's yeah. like okay, there's only one cop in this town, so yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, it's, we're safe. And somebody safe. hitting the brakes—that's that's the guilty. Uh-huh. On the I mean, way back through, because I, you know, was heading back, and I had to go back to St. Paris to drop off the guys I went shooting with, and um, I, I didn't go back through the town. I went the long way. I took 68. <laughs> yeah. I did not go back. I took 68. I went around that town. I will not go through that town no more. Yeah, I don't blame I don't you. <laughs> so they're like a, what is that? It was double jeopardy. So you ain't going to give me a ticket twice. <laughs> ah, you're back again for more, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and when you're pulling off from the officer, you're thinking, okay, and it's only 25 right there. So it's like, you get 25 real quick. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, come on. Right. Turn your ass around. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you one to, I don't know if we've discussed this, but are you one, and we probably have, but oh well, it's been a while. Uh, do you flash your brights to warn other cars if there's a cop? I don't. I don't. I, I don't either. I want them to get hit so he get, gets them off mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't either because slow the fuck down. Right. Drive the speed limit. You won't have to worry about yep. that. So I yeah. used to, but I don't anymore. No. I haven't in a long time. Because yeah. with that, and then hell, with these new cop cars, that those damn Ford Explorers that have the thin light bars on top, you don't know. Hell, you could be flashing the lights at a cop. You know? <laughs> Where were you warning? There's a deer down there. There's a deer down there. Yeah, well, you can get a ticket for flashing your lights then. Yeah, that's true. So, I no, I don't because of that reason. You can't really just tell a cop car now from a regular civilian car anymore. <laughs> They've got the... That's their whole trick. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So avoid those areas, all right? Avoid them. Obey the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Oh, I want to say on there, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes, we did that early, but yeah, you can... uh, Come in late. It's hard getting out of that bed walking down the street. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, happy Mother's Day, and... um, May the force be with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also with you. Is that... That's church, isn't sure. it? Sure, yeah. Praise the Lord, uh, Jesus, uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so what are you doing for your mothers today? I saw my mom last night. So, uh, Giving my mother yeah. a Mother's Day card right. and a flower. Mine asked me to go to church. I had to pass on that, so I think I might be... Asked her if she wanted to go out to eat she didn't want to do that she wants me to cook for her so i guess i'll go to long john's and bring it back there you go there you go <laughs> she'll be even happier with that so you yeah. won't be the bastard son yeah. <laughs> oh. um and then father hey heart projects father's day yeah don't forget about that right father's day um i'll be celebrating yeah. next month yeah that is next month yeah right. so that'll be it this week um We'll be back. You know where to find us: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Email us. Email at uh, Uncle Nephew Show gmail.com. No www. No, yeah, yeah. In front of Don't it. do that. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm Sean. I'm Anthony. 